My name is Ben Greenfield, and on this episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Podcast. Calcification is just a natural process. It's based on essentially vascular inflammation, uh, endothelial inflammation. And to be honest, what most likely happens is there's micro tears, there's clots, the clots are abraded then, you get endothelial progenitor cells come along and they regrow the endothelial layer on the inside of the artery and you trap some clot and blood cells inside. And when that cycle keeps happening, you eventually build up a kind of cholesterol-filled kind of pustule. And of course, the calcification is simply the body's natural way of stabilizing that so it won't actually burst. So the calcification is the canary in the coal mine. It shows that you had in the past, maybe still going on, uh, endothelial dysfunction of some form. Faith, family, fitness, health, performance, nutrition, longevity, ancestral living, biohacking, and a whole lot more. Welcome to the show. If you're in your 30s or anywhere beyond, you got to start eliminating senescent cells in your body. These are the so-called zombie cells that make you feel old before it's time to feel old. They linger in your body after their useful function, hence their name zombie cells, wasting energy and precious nutrition and leading to so many middle-aged symptoms like low energy, brain fog, slow workout recovery, and joint discomfort. But luckily, you can nuke these senescent cells. There are a bunch of different newly discovered plant-derived ingredients that when expertly combined can help to reduce senescent cells, and the folks at Neurohacker have cracked the code on putting them all together into a fantastic product called Qualia Senolytic. Qualia Senolytic. Now, this could be one of the biggest aging breakthroughs of the decade based on what we know about senescent cells. It could take years off how old you feel, in just months. And you only use it twice a month, six capsules twice a month. Super simple. I'm actually on my cycle right now. I just took six this morning. I'll take six tomorrow morning. Then I set it and forget it for a month, nuking my senescent cells and feeling younger in the process. So if you're sick of feeling old before your time, try, try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, S-E-N-O, neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, Back by a 100-day money-back guarantee and that code BENSENA will give you an additional 15% off at neurohacker.com forward slash BENSENA. All right, folks. Clinical research has shown that therapeutically and for overall health and well-being, the most critical time to ground is when you sleep. The electrons you absorb when grounding neutralizes free radical damage, squelches inflammation, restores healthy endocrine function, enhances cellular gating and circulation. That then improves the cellular uptake of nutrients and oxygen and hormones while maximizing the removal of cellular waste. And you can now ground when you sleep. This company called Ultimate Longevity makes indoor grounded sleeping devices, and they've done clinical research studies on grounding the human body for health. When you sleep on these mats, you get six to eight hours of uninterrupted grounding, meaning I could travel, unroll it onto my hotel room bed, and fight all of the radiation, the inflammation I got from flying in the airplane right there during a full night of sleep. Full body grounding, which is what these mats give you versus just your feet on the ground, maximizes the electron transfer because the more surface area contact, the more beneficial the electrons, the more the results. So you get these amazing benefits and inside your body, this stream of electrons works as an anti-inflammatory, pain-relieving, anti-aging, antioxidant boost, squelching inflammation all night long. They've got over 20 peer-reviewed research studies that have been published on the extensive health benefits of grounding. 
for vagal tone, serum electrolytes, thyroid function, blood glucose, blood viscosity, sleep, pain, stiffness, blood pressure, stress, even depression and anxiety. It's crazy. So you can go to ultimatelongevity.com slash Ben to get your hands on these grounding mats. You can do mattress, pillow, blankets, a whole bunch of other valuable tools to help you bring your inflammation down and jumpstart your healing process. Again, it's ultimatelongevity.com slash Ben. Well, folks, you and I, or the average American at least, spend an average of 90% of time indoors, breathing around 30,000 gallons of air daily. According to the EPA, indoor air can be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases, 100 times more polluted, especially like your home gym where you're breathing in even more air. This can be a serious issue. Data shows that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths around the world. So you need air purifying technology. And the one that I like as a standalone system that doesn't require you to go re-outfit your entire home's AC system or ducts is called the Air Doctor. The Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. So your lungs don't need to. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses and virtually 100% of particles as small as 0.003 microns. They also feature whisper jet fans, 30% quieter than normal ordinary air purifiers, and they are extremely affordable and accessible. Furthermore, they're going to give you up to 39% off of one of their extremely impressive and efficacious air filters or up to $300 off today. Here's how you lock this in. You go to airdoctorpro.com slash benji. You can get one with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping, but you're going to love it. Airdoctorpro.com slash G. You'll get up to 39% off or up to $300 off. So lock it in today, folks. You'll enjoy it. Clean air is something everybody deserves. You can get it with the Air Doctor. All right. I do not know if I've ever done a very comprehensive podcast on all things multivitamins, or as some people say in other countries, multivitamins. I don't know which it is, but either way, I recently came across this guy who's kind of a unicorn. He's actually from Christchurch, New Zealand, and his name was Warren Matthews. The guy is 76 years old, and he is an amazingly imaginative and innovative entrepreneur who started to look into over a hundred different ingredients and whittled it down to this multivitamin formulation I've been toying around with that I wanted to get him on to share with you about uh, not only uh, multivitamin that I now have, but that my wife has, and that my kids have, and that I've been sharing with some friends as well. So Warren has an amazing story, super inspiring guy. Uh, he travels over 250,000 miles around the world while running this massive company you know, each year. And so he's going to share with us a few of his anti-aging and longevity and self-care tactics for how he manages to do what he does with his company, which is called Extend Life, X-T-E-N-D, Life, Extend Life. And the show notes are going to be at bengreenfieldlife.com slash X-T-E-N-D, bengreenfieldlife.com slash extend. As if Warren weren't enough of a force to have on today's show, he is joined by a friend of mine, a guy I've spoken with a few times in the past, known as the Fat Emperor, or at least the guy who runs a Fat Emperor, Emperor website and podcast. The author of the book, uh, uh, Live Long, Use the Power of Low Carb and Keto for Weight Loss and Great Health. 
Uh, his name is Evor Cummings. He's a chemical engineer, big career in the medical device industry, and also a real expert when it comes to the intersection of biochemistry and nutrition. He's also done some work with Extend Life, and as you'll hear from his lolling Irish accent, he is not from New Zealand. Uh, but you've got a you've got a a three way show here between three different countries: America, New Zealand, and Ireland. Going to battle on today's podcast, guys. Welcome to the show. Hello, Ben, and uh, rather a very nice introduction. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, and that's that's the voice of Warren, by the way, for those of you who uh, who want to tell the difference. Obviously, uh, the the New Zealand accent and uh, and Ivor, say hello. Yeah, great to be here, Ben. Delighted and good chat ahead. Yeah, yeah, it is going to be a pretty cool chat. And you know, I had a uh, actually I had dinner with a couple of folks from Extend Life at my house a few months ago, and they were telling me about you, Warren, and when they were filling me in on you and, and the amazing life that you lead and, and your whole history, I thought, gosh, I should interview this guy. And you know, later on, I I hadn't even tried your multivitamins at that point, which are amazing, by the way. And we can talk more about those. But man, seventy six years old. What what are your secrets, man? Do, do share. <laughs> well. I think that uh, probably goes back essentially about 24 years uh, then and that I was building uh, you know, large ocean-going power catamarans and through a number of various things, uh, I succeeded in uh, completely wiping myself out and um, I ended up getting stuck in Mexico with just the clothes I had on and I'm sitting in this little place I was renting in um Mexico. My wife was uh, back in New Zealand looking after all the kids and uh, I figured that if I have to start all over again, because I was about sort of 52 at that time, I'm going to have to live an extra 20 years and there's no point in just living it. I need to be able to be active and you know, and fit and, and healthy. And that's what actually uh, uh, got us involved in the supplements. And so we started looking at uh, various um products which we could uh, um, yeah, market on the internet because we had no money because it, totally, it was totally completely wiped out. So it started off by, uh, um, I wrote a little book on called Water Secrets Revealed, you know, promoting uh, uh, water distillers. Wait, what, what, was, what was the name of this book? You said, you said Water Secrets Revealed? Yes, that's right, because... Okay. Um, uh, it was rather funny because this was right at the start of the internet about um, you know, 1999, 2000. And, uh, and of course, we had no money, so the logical thing was to try and do it on the internet. So I wrote this little uh, e-book and uh, then started selling it for $9.99. And we got the sales by, and I'm talking about we, uh, my son and myself, um, through spam. Because that was in the days before spam became a uh, a bad a bad thing. In fact, it was rather funny because yeah. I sometimes get emails from people correcting spelling in the um, in the spam emails, and so uh, we, were, we were scraping email addresses off the internet and sending that out. And then what would happen was that uh, I'd get nine dollars ninety nine for uh, for the each download, and then. Um, uh, I would refer them through to water distillers where I did a deal with a company in Leesburg and then they would drop ship out the, uh, the water distillers and then I get a commission on that. Oh, so, so, so basically that, you were, you were like, you were selling an ebook and then the ebook was a funnel to get people to purchase these water distillers. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so that's sort of, whilst we're doing, um, you know, 
looking to try and find a product to um, to sell, you know, which we could sell on the, the internet. And then we looked at it at that stage. That was, um, uh, you may remember Dr. Colgan in uh, Florida, uh, not in Florida, in uh, California, and he had a good range of products and we looked at doing a deal with them but didn't really work out okay. And then we started looking around um, for other uh, products and the best one I could find at that time was actually a product called Life Extension Mix, you know, with the Life Extension Foundation in Florida in Fort Lauderdale. Oh yeah, I'm very I'm very familiar with them. The the uh, yeah. they're a big company, right? The one with the magazine and the supplements and yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're they're a pretty big company, yeah. And they're a good they're a good company and they um, have good products and the the product that they had there was in fact um, which I thought was what we were interested in was called Life Extension Mix which is um, what inspired uh, Total Balance. And uh, Total Balance is the name of your Extend Life multivitamin. And you're saying it was a life extension foundation formula that kind of inspired this one? That it is. And, but in actual fact, I know that you know, you're referring to as a multivitamin. One of the problems which we've had for the last 25 years is what the hell to call it because it's not really a, a multivitamin. It is a multivitamin, but the the vitamin mineral component of it is only about one-seventh. So as you know, with the seven tablets, if you took the vitamins and minerals, it's in fact uh, only the um, – it's only about one-seventh of the whole thing. It's the other components which make it unique. But what happened is looked at the um, the product from um, – uh, you know, from the Life Extension Foundation, I thought, well, hey, this is what we uh, could do. Then we couldn't do a deal to act as a distributor for them. I thought, well, you know, we can look at maybe getting this made in New Zealand. So I came back to New Zealand and then uh, went to see some uh, uh, people who actually import raw ingredients. And I showed them the, uh, you know, the formula to see whether, in fact, they could get uh, these various ingredients, and they said, yeah, they could. And I said, well, who could make it? And then they referred me through to a manufacturer in uh, Nelson. So I went through to see this uh, manufacturer in Nelson. Where's where's, uh, where's, where's Nelson? Nelson's at the, uh, the top of the South Island in New Zealand. Oh, and, got it. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a Nelson near me up in British Columbia. It's four hours away. Oh, it's, where I used to go to, it's, where, it's where I used to go to drink beer when I was underage in college. Oh, right. Well, sorry, not the same place. So anyway, went up and saw them and I said, look, I want to make something like this. And they said, oh, hey, it's not as simple as that. He said, you need a, uh, a good um, you know, formulator. And I said, where do I find one of them? And he said, well, as a matter of fact, there's one visiting Auckland, you know, New Zealand right now. You know, he was, his name was a Professor Dr. Munamel Shoraki um, from Iraq. And apparently uh, he was considered to be one of the top bioscientists in the world. So then the problem was, of course, I was completely wiped out. I, I'd ended up having to, as a result of this other venture, I'd lost, uh, had to sell my house, all the investments and everything we had all gone. And my wife was working five so housekeeping jobs to help try to keep feed the kids. And, um, oh, and then, but she had some flybys saved up and was enough for a, um, uh, a ticket to fly to Auckland. So um, I went up and saw this this guy, got on really well you know, with him, and he is a brilliant guy. And any, anyway, I showed him the formula 
uh, from uh, Life Extension Mix. And he laughed and he said, oh, he says, I can do a lot better than that. And um, I thought he, I thought he was going to laugh at the price. Cause like I, I've done some supplement formulations before and I don't know how many ingredients you have in there, at least more than 90. And the thing I've run up against is when you're putting this much stuff into a bottle, the, the cost and the sourcing of the raw ingredients just seems super intimidating. And you're not wrong about that, Ben. And so uh, the next stage was he agreed to do the formulas and then, uh, we ended up uh, doing a deal ultimately because I had no money uh, that you do it on a, um, you know, we, we set up a royalty you know, deal. And uh, then um, Munim stayed with us um, until he retired. He stayed with us about, about 12 years. And uh, anyway, then the problem was, of course, well, you know, how did we get all the stuff? Because where it was difficult for him, or at least difficult for us, was that, his the ingredients that he had determined weren't just ordinary ingredients, and he was so pedantic about it, right down to what are the excipients in the particular yeah, ingredient? What are the uh, uh, what are the manufacturers using? The excipients. Hey, 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 uh, just real quick, Ivor, could you explain to people what an excipient is? I'm not entirely sure. This oh, is deep okay. into nutraceutical. <laughs> right, well, it basically be it basically be the equivalent in many cases of some type of a filler that allows the the machinery used to encapsulate and make the supplement, or or the in this case the the formula in something like a lab or a facility better able to pass through the machinery. You might see like I don't know what would be an example, Warren, like magnesium. Uh, what's the magnesium? Uh, filler that you'll, you'll see often as an excipient, or do you have any other other examples, Warren? Well, of course, there was a uh, an except as an excipient, often uh, in terms of magnesium, magnesium stearate is often used as yeah, stearate, yeah. yeah, which goes in. But that there's two different types of uh, excipients in the respect that the excipient, uh, yeah, often can be mixed with the final formula, which to make it easier to do the tableting or the encapsulation. The interesting thing about magnesium stearate is that we discontinued that the use of that some years ago because a lot of people are not comfortable about magnesium stearate. So there's a new uh, ingredient as an excipient which has uh, come out called Nume. Uh, it's about 10 times more expensive, but it's a fully natural and it doesn't have any of the potential downsides of magnesium stearate. Huh. But interesting on the actual ingredients when they make the uh, some of the botanical act extracts uh, they have to put something with it to um, to turn it into a powder to make it as a, a flowing uh, powder and then that can vary a lot so Munin would look at the uh, uh, even what those excipients were and then ensure that they uh, were going to be compatible you know, with each other. In other words, botanicals be compatible with each other. And then he was so um, specific, and it's a policy which uh, we've followed at the beginning and have always continued. And, for example, uh, let's take great skin extract. Now, everybody's heard of great skin extract. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of times it's used for, for, uh, it's used for resveratrol, right? Yes, well, it, it's part of that, but... The thing is what a lot of people are not aware of is with the uh, grape skin extract, the grape skin itself in the, on the grape has around about 20 actives if, you know, if the analysis is done on it. But 
because of the way it's generally processed, you know, using ethanol and various other methods, uh, you end up with the finished uh, product. It may have around six actors. But that's what most of the ingredients which come out of um, uh, China for the uh, grape skin extract, that's what they have, around about six actors. But we ended up um, using a, um, uh, an extract uh, from some grapes in New Zealand using water extraction. And what we were able to do is found that the, uh, when you do the analysis of the, the grape skin, it's exactly the same as the fresh grapes, the skin off the actual grapes with the 20, the whole 20 actives. But it costs five times more than what the, the Chinese do. And this is what led to the, the situation when it came to the, um, to the actual manufacturer of all these products because we had to get all these ingredients which were very um, specific to Munim specifications and yeah. they were difficult to source. You know, they came from all around the world. And then the first batch which we did of um, uh, Total Balance, which was in the year 2000, uh, when we got it all together, we used this manufacturer up in uh, Nelson, you know, to do the, the first batch. And I always remember that because um, it, uh, once we produced it and then uh, wanted to start to, to sell it, it took us a, um, a year before it sold the first bottle. And it was um, – uh, wow. I, can still, I can still remember when the first order came through Hell, somebody's actually bought it, and I had all this uh, had all this product because the other challenge which we had, of course, was how we're we going to uh, you know pay for it because it was about eighty thousand dollars worth of ingredients in the in the first uh, batch. But fortunately, uh, at that stage, a friend of mine had a motorcycle business, and um, uh, he wanted to sell it, and I managed to sell it uh, for him uh, uh, to an American guy, and. Uh, uh, the commission on it was exactly eighty thousand dollars, so that's that, that's how we got got it started. So there's mm. a lot of complexity in it, and then after we did that first batch, um, uh, found it was just really difficult getting a um, uh, a manufacturer, and also they didn't do uh, enteric um, you know coating, and the in order to get the the benefit of the the product itself, it had to be interrogated. For example, uh, one of the ingredients in it is L-glutathione. Um, Sammy's another one. Now, in the case of L-glutathione, which is a very, very important uh, antioxidant in the, in the body, uh, it's got to be of a specific type, which is a low molecular weight, and it has to be... Um, uh, Enteric, it has to be released in the upper intestine. If it's released in the stomach, it doesn't do the job at all. So it had to be enteric coated. And the enteric coating was, in fact, uh, enabled any ingredients which are sensitive to stomach acid could be incorporated into the, into the system. And that's what made our product different uh, and superior to the life extension product because we're able to use ingredients which in otherwise normally couldn't use. And, but there was nobody in New Zealand that did enteric coating. 
Yeah. By by the way, you're you're making me think because sometimes like I'll I'll dry powder or chew, especially when I've got like a tablet or a powder. And in the case of a tablet, sounds like what you're saying is like if it has that kind of like slimy, slippery interior coating, that if you're just popping a tablet and chewing on it, I might be one of the few freaks of nature that actually does that. I could be doing things like degrading the L-glutathione in the stomach acid. And some of these formulations are meant to be swallowed, not chewed, even if you feel like chewing them. Yep, that's that's correct. And, uh, and of course, um, the talking about sort of the slimy uh, uh, thing for the tablets, initially we used a, um, uh, a pharmaceutical um, uh, enteric coating, which was actually quite slippery, uh, but uh, we discontinued using that because the manufacturers of the enteric coating, which is Colicon, you know, in the US, they um, came out with a new natural form, which was in fact uh, about, I think that we switched to that, it must have been about 12 years ago, um, because, but it's not as slippery, unfortunately, but it's fully natural. It's of actually a, a, it's a vegetable uh, it's derived from a vegetable, so it's not a, and it's clear, you know, whereas the original ones with the total balance are all um, our white, slippery white. Now it's a, um, a clear, um, a clear sort of setup, so you actually see the, uh, the, whole, the whole thing. But all right, so I, so I have a, I have a, I have a question for you about the multivitamins because I mean it's a, it's a very interesting story about the the creation of the vitamin itself or the balanced formula, as you call it, and some of the uphill battles you face with the amount of ingredients, the attention to quality. But, you know, beyond that kind of like inside baseball stuff, I actually have some questions about multivitamins. People have asked me that I'm just kind of curious about, like, one is the absorption piece, right? Like I noticed your, your formula, it requires, like you mentioned, it takes seven tablets, one seventh of which you said is like the multivitamin, the rest is a bunch of other stuff like what's the reasoning behind that why couldn't you put it all in you know one capsule or or fewer number of tablets is it just the amount of ingredients require you to to create that amount of tablets or how do you actually get it all to be absorbed i'm just curious what you think about in a vitamin when it comes to bioavailability and delivery mechanisms okay good good point ben the thing is this is nothing to do is not so much to do with absorption um, because if in fact you can bypass the stomach and have it released in the upper intestine, then, um, yeah, the absorption as such or the bioavailability of it is better. But what's interesting is that we were the first in the world, which is what, uh, Professor Munim developed to incorporate in the, um, in the product, yeah, a whole range of different enzymes. Now, the enzymes, uh, not to be confused with digestive enzymes, the logic of these enzymes is that when the tablet passes through from the, the stomach into the upper intestine, it dissolves, but the enzymes help get attached to some of these other ingredients which help get it through the intestinal wall into the bloodstream. Oh, so, so, so the enzymes are, the enzymes are actually breaking it down for you. So when it gets to your intestine, it gets absorbed into the bloodstream. That's right. That's, that's the logic of it. And okay. that's what makes it quite uh, unique because, uh, it's the tablets fully intact. Like when each batch, which we do, we do a, a test on the, um, we put it in a, in a simulated, uh, situation with 
acid to uh, uh, to to sort of mimic the the stomach acid, and then another one to mimic the you know, the alkaline uh, component in the uh, upper intestine, and we have to ensure that it doesn't break down in the in the stomach in the acid environment, but it does break down quickly in the uh, alkaline. But the thing to remember is that, and we're often we used to ask, well, look, why can't you do it in uh, you know one or two tablets a day? Because we don't want to take seven tablets a day. It's not that many, by the way. You got guys like I don't know, you know, Brian Johnson and Dave Asprey, and and you know all these longevity enthusiasts talking about how they're popping, like you know, sometimes a hundred, a hundred and twenty capsules and tablets and supplements per day. I mean, I think I'm probably up around, I would say I probably am up around like 15 to, to 20 capsules or tablets, like when I get up in the morning. I counted mine the other day. I, I take around about 30 a day because yeah. uh, in addition to my seven tablets for the total balance, I also have four of our uh, QH Ultra. And then there's various other things which we've done, which are just added on top of that. Don't necessarily need all the other stuff, but the Getting back to the, the total balancing, the need for the seven tablets is because when it was designed, uh, what uh, you know, Munim uh, worked on is that to try and address all the organs and systems in the body. Because part of the problem is, which with a lot of people now, they think they can just sort of go in and buy uh, a pill of some sort, whether it be you know, pharmaceutical or you know, natural, you know, to fix whatever ails them. But it doesn't work like that because you might have a symptom here, but it's manifesting somewhere else in the, in the body. So his whole principle, which we've followed ever since, is to try and address all the organs and systems because you don't really know and what, in fact, it needs. And I work on the basis uh, of um, as you get older, you know, your, your organs and all your systems, you know, obviously, you know, start getting a little bit tired. And it's also harder to get all the nutrition out of the food that you actually eat. So the objective of Total yeah. Balance is to, in fact, try to address, you know, address the brain, you know, the digestive system, you know, uh, the yeah, the heart, the liver, everything. If you're in your 30s or anywhere beyond, you got to start eliminating senescent cells in your body. These are the so-called zombie cells that make you feel old before it's time to feel old. They linger in your body after their useful function, hence their name zombie cells, wasting energy and precious nutrition and leading to so many middle-aged symptoms like low energy, brain fog, slow workout recovery, and joint discomfort. But luckily, you can nuke these senescent cells. There are a bunch of different Newly discovered plant-derived ingredients that when expertly combined can help to reduce senescent cells and the folks at Neurohacker have cracked the code on putting them all together into a fantastic product called Qualia Senolytic. Qualia Senolytic. Now, this could be one of the biggest aging breakthroughs of the decade based on what we know about senescent cells. It could take years off how old you feel in just months. And you only use it twice a month, six capsules twice a month. Super simple. I'm actually on my cycle right now. I just took six this morning. I'll take six tomorrow morning. Then I set it and forget it for a month. 
nuking my senescent cells and feeling younger in the process. So if you're sick of feeling old before your time, try, try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, S-E-N-O, neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee, and that code Ben Seno will give you an additional 15% off at neurohacker.com forward slash Ben Seno. All right, let's talk fancy engineered nutrition. Uh, you probably heard me talk about this, this research name on the show before. He came up with the idea of the fasting mimicking diet. Meaning if you eat just a certain percentage of the amount of calories you'd normally need during the day and you space that out properly and the calories are from the right sources, you can actually simulate fasting without fasting. So you get the body's cellular rejuvenation, aka autophagy, amped up, which supports longevity and well-being, but you're not like chewing on your arm for five days on a water fast. This company called Prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N, to create the only nutrition program they've patented for longevity and health span and protecting lean body mass and muscle during a fast. It's a nutri-technology company, and they use a lot of science behind these meals. I got all the boxes up at my house for my own five-day fasting nutrition program. I've already tried a few of the meals. They're fantastic. It's super easy. You just open them up, heat them up. You know, they got they got bars, they got broths, they got foods, everything you need. They even got this fantastic little like almond chocolate butter that I didn't think would be allowed on a fast, but apparently it is. So you go to prolonlife.com slash Ben, P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash Ben. It's a prolon five-day fasting nutrition program. That'll save you 15% when you go to prolonlife.com forward slash Ben. That's prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N life.com forward slash Ben and use code Ben. I think what you're getting at, by the way, is something people ask me a lot of times is like, why do I need to take a multivitamin if I could kind of like a la carte supplement with what I know I need, especially based on the fact that a lot of people get blood work these days and they'll see, hey, my vitamin D levels are just fine. So I don't want to take a formula that has vitamin D in it because I don't want to overdose on vitamin D, but it appears I need, say, like magnesium and thyroid and hormone support. So I'm going to take those three and I don't need to take like red yeast rice extract or CoQ10 or niacin because my lipid panel looks good. Like, how, how do you actually tackle that? Because I get asked that question a lot. You know, why, why can't you just like really like laser target certain nutrients or supplements to specific blood work parameters rather than using the shotgun approach? Because the shotgun approach might result in you taking too much or taking something you don't need. You know what I'm saying? Okay, good, good point. Now, the thing is, even though, in fact, one you know, could um, argue that the total balance is a um, uh, sort of a shotgun approach as such, that all of the uh, levels of all of the components and the ingredients are, in fact, such that you're not going to overdose on anything. Well, by, by the way, could I correct you real quick? You're not going to overdose on something unless you're already also taking a bunch of other supplements, right? You, if you, I, I think if anybody starts on a multivitamin like this, they should look at their supplements and like wisely evaluate labels to make sure whatever. They're taking a multivitamin that's got 4,000 international units of vitamin D, and then they're popping like some 10K vitamin D, K magnesium capsule that they, they need to back off on certain things if they're going to use this kind of like done for you comprehensive approach right that that i, I totally totally agree i was sorry i, I just just answer this part and then the but you'll see that in the case of total balance that now if we for example had um you know four thousand ius of, of, of vitamin d um certainly agree with that but you'll see when you look at the the vitamin component in particular 
that the they're very conservative, they're very low levels. Now, for yeah. example, we know that in the US you can buy you know, vitamin D or 10,000 IUs, uh, but we've only got a, a small fraction of the fact I, I think it's up to, might be up to 1,000 IUs. So it's well within the you know, margins. And I think that what's really important here is that the six-sevenths of the actual uh, ingredients are things other than vitamins. It's really only the the vitamins uh, primarily that you can potentially uh, overdose on. Yeah, yeah, that that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you actually about about a few of the ingredients that, that might go beyond vitamins. But before I do, and, and this might be up your alley, Ivor, because I know you've got some history in heart health and cholesterol and lipids, and obviously the name of your show, the Fat Emperor, <laughs> reflects that. Uh, but vitamin K, like a lot of people talk about vitamin K for heart health and there's different forms that I think are confusing to people. I think, like, I think MK4 and MK7, like, do you have any opinions on vitamin K, Ivor, or, or the way that it's combined with certain things? Uh, actually, I think, you know, him, Dr. Barry Tan of the Taco yeah. Trienols actually taught me something new about uh, vitamin K very recently, around six months ago. So I'll add that at the end, but basically if K1 which comes generally from the plant world, and it promotes clotting in a good way usually, unless you're way too high, of course, inadvertently too pro-clotting. But it is important for that process. And then there's the K2. And as you said, MK4 and MK7. Now, this has been a running debate for a long time. So the Japanese with their natto, they've got MK7, and there's a lot of evidence uh, towards its benefits. And then MK4 is the more commoner garden, vitamin K2. And again, there's a lot of evidence. Now, the evidence is primarily associational from epidemiological studies. It's got excellent mechanistic evidence in calcification of the vascular system, mm. you know, and, and many processes. So really good, good science. Mm. It's a little limited on RCT because, as we know, only Big Pharma really has the money for the randomized control trial. Is that randomized clinical trials? Randomized clinical or randomized control trials. Yeah, the gold okay. standard, which it is. But unfortunately, the cost of them is so enormous now that mainly it's the purvey of big pharma. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Hmm. So vi- vitamin K or vitamin K doesn't have a huge amount of RCT, but it's got a wealth of great science in the other disciplines. Uh, but what Barry Tan taught me was, because we could never answer this question, the K1 actually comes in with a kind of a disc structure in the molecule and in your body you can convert to uh, mk4 it's actually the same disc structure that's used but without a tail without getting into details so i learned that you can make your mk4 uh, from k1 so there's an argument that you do want adequate k1 as a substrate you know for this process Uh, Without getting too complicated, you also need to have a healthy level of GG, geranyl, geraniol, which enables that processing into MK4. Hmm. But then, as I say, MK7 has got a lot of evidence in its support as well. So I think a balance of MK4 and MK7, and anyone who's eating healthy vegetables will generally get enough K1. And um, it's certainly Weston Price, as you probably well know, he identified this this compound X that was leading to health and came from dairy. And yeah, and he didn't even know what it was. And it was identified as K2 decades later. 
And he identified yeah. it based on evidence alone. So I think really important one, uh, but many are. And I have a core group of magnesium, DHA, EPA, vitamin D for sure. I get it from the sun. Uh, I think it's got a longer half-life and more benefits in, in some ways than supplements. Um, and, you know, there's a few more key ones, magnesium, of course. But the problem is, and I think you've described it, Different people will have different limitations or inadequacies in, in different compounds. And it's very hard, even with the lipoprotein advanced analysis and even with, you know, hormonal analysis and, and other blood tests like the magnesium test does not really reflect your magnesium level. That's where I think the policy of doing somewhat of a shotgun based on great research and putting together everything. And in terms of overdosing, even if you take D3, the lowest level per day that you could ever suggest might be a problem is around 30,000 IUs. And there was yeah. even one guy who took a million a day for months by accident. I know, it's pretty crazy, even though it's fat-soluble. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was reading an interesting study this morning on uh, vitamin D and those with the risk of or presence of GI cancer benefiting a lot from 4,000, 10,000 international units a day, uh, which is interesting because I'm actually helping uh, someone I know through a a colon cancer issue right now. And so I'm definitely recommending vitamin D to them, but balanced out, like you mentioned, Ivor, with vitamin K and with magnesium as well. And it sounds like, you know, the other thing, this I'll, I'll link to the interview that I do with Barry Tan. If folks are listening and they go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash extend, X-T-E-N-D, that's where the show notes for today's show are going to be. Barry and I talked about this idea of mixing uh, different forms of vitamin E. I think he called them tocotrienols and tocopherols. Along with this geranol, how, how do you how do you say it again, Ivor? Geranol. Oh, geranol geraniol is how I pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, geranol geraniol. So, so in terms of of that that mix of vitamin E's combined with the vitamin K's, what's the actual approach in the in the extend life multivitamin? I, I don't know if you know Ivor. If this is a question that's better for Warren. Well, probably, but just uh, the tocotrienol, yeah, with, which tends to be the really valuable vitamin E from all of Dr. Tan's research, and it was very convincing, and he sent me around 20 papers on it, uh, very convincing case that the tocotrienol is the real beneficial side of vitamin E, and there was some evidence as well, a uh, little concerning, that the tocopherol, or the other form of vitamin D, E, which is in most supplements, may even have a negative effect if taken in significant yeah. quantity. So it's kind of yeah. a double hitter. But I think you have the tocotrienol, Warren, in the uh, total balance. Yeah, because as, as a result of the discussions which we have with Barry, the, uh, uh, we actually upped the tocotrienols, and I think we did away with the tocopherols as a result of that. And in the case of the the GG uh, wasn't really practical to incorporate that into uh, the um, total balance, which is why we did that other new product just called GG Pure. Oh, so so at Extend Life, you guys sell just that Gerano, Geranile, which I'm butchering the name of multiple times here, so I apologize. But you're selling that GG separately, so someone could take the multivitamin, and if they wanted more of the benefits for you know heart health and vascular health from the vitamin K, the vitamin D, the magnesium, they could add in that GG on top of that? That's right. It, it's, uh, we've done this with a number of things um, because um, there's a limitation of what we can fit in, but the, the GG, and I'll just call it GG because I can't pronounce the name, uh, and uh, 
So we did that as a as a separate supplement. And as a matter of fact, uh, we've also done another one, which was actually formulated by um, uh, by Barry, uh, which was a combination of the GG and uh, uh, the ubiquinol you know, CoQ10 as well. But we have the box trying in the total balance. Well, you know, it's it's very interesting that this whole discussion about how to blend all these ingredients, and obviously Barry Tan had a great deal to teach me about the tocopherols and tocotrienols and how you shouldn't just look at the label and look for, say, like just vitamin A or just vitamin K, but you have to know the form, which is important. And another one that comes up a lot regarding that, you guys, is folic acid. And, and uh, I don't know if you've looked into folic acid and the whole debate on that and whether you put methyl, what's it called, methyl tetrahydrofolate versus synthetic folic acid in a multivitamin. My understanding is that the, the folic acid added to a lot of cereals and multivitamins results in an inflammatory reaction, the buildup of homocysteine. But have you come across that, Warren? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll answer the first part and then pass over to Ira, if you don't mind. The, uh, we used um, folic acid uh, for many, many years, and then some years ago, we then switched to that uh, natural form that you just uh, you know, mentioned. And uh, in, with regard to that, um, when it was um, we were looking at that, how I tend to look at a lot of the stuff is to uh, look at it at a um, uh, quite a a broad sort of level, but not <clears throat> too much you know, detail. And what I'm interested in is, you know, what is the actual um, um, rationale between different you know, forms? And then, uh, as in the case of the folic acid, <clears throat> then threw it over to um, Ivor, where he will then uh, look at the, and go and look at the various studies for it. And, you know, he gets down into the nitty gritty and the detail, which uh, I don't. I just... I just like to sort of get a sense about yeah. does it feel right? Is it does it all come together? And then let's get it validated. And uh, that's what uh, Ivor does. And I yeah. think you did that with the folic acid too, didn't you? Okay. Uh, well, b- before before Ivor speaks to folic acid, and perhaps you can you can toss this in, Ivor. Is that how you guys know each other? I mean, does Warren come up with these ideas and then just bounce them off your chemical head and get your feedback after you put on the propeller hat and dig into the research? Let, let me actually give you, uh, if you don't, if you don't mind, I'll give you a little um, little story as to how I came to meet uh, Ivor. Okay. Um, and it, it goes back about um, about five years ago, four or five years ago, and uh, uh, I've never had any issues at all, sort of health, particularly in the last sort of twenty five, or in fact ever. But uh, I've like I've never had any sort of chest pain or any pain of any sort, and. But about well, five and a half years ago, uh, I started getting a little bit sort of puffy, you know, when I was, you know, walking or going up hills and I thought, oh, I haven't been doing enough uh, exercise. I should be doing more what you're doing right now. You mean like you were, you were, you were huffing air, not like puffy, like your face got puffy. <laughs> getting, a little, getting a little out of breath, yes. Yeah. And uh, so I thought, oh, well, I haven't been, maybe I haven't been doing enough um, exercise and uh, so I thought, did a little bit more, and then when I when I did try to do more, it actually got worse. And I thought, well, that you know doesn't sort of seem right. And so I did something which I hadn't done for I don't know how many years. I actually went and saw a doctor, which I didn't actually have a, a doctor in any way. She listened to uh, my heart, and she said, "I think you've got aortic stenosis." I said, "What the hell is that?" And um, she said, "Well, you know the." Uh, maybe a, a closing up of the aortic valve. 
And uh, anyway, she was quite concerned about it and uh, booked me in to see a cardiologist. So I went to see a cardiologist and they did the, all these tests with the echograms and so on. And anyway, he says, um, he says you've got um, the aortic valve is highly you know, restricted because it's all sort of calcified. Yeah. Because he, this is where it leads on to an interesting story. And uh, and he says, the only way you're going to fix that, he said, we'll have to replace the aortic valve. He said, so you'll have to have open heart surgery. And um, and I said, well, look, never mind. I said, I'll tell you, I'll fix it myself. And um, anyway, he says, well, you better do it quick. He said, because I reckon you'll be dead within a year if you, uh, if you don't. By the way, that drives, that drives me nuts when doctors say that because they've, they've even shown some evidence that, like, you will – come to believe and sometimes manifest what a doctor tells you. So if they're like, are you going to be dead from yeah. cancer by Christmas versus, Hey, you're going to be feeling a lot better by Christmas. They, they can actually in a way almost placebo somebody or, or at least belief placebo somebody in the manifesting a certain condition. It's nuts. I just couldn't agree with you more. So anyway, uh, I did some research and I, uh, cause all the, the stuff which we've been working on all the years was all for general health. But one thing which I overlooked was the importance of, calcification you know in soft uh, tissue and uh, anyway i did started doing some uh, research and i figured that it would um uh it couldn't actually i could uh, i could it could be reversed but it would take time and that's something which i didn't have i figured probably could be two or three years so i, I ended up um uh conceding and agreed to do the uh, the surgery so i did so i had the aortic valve um, replaced i couldn't have it done through uh, the taffy method uh, so they had to you know put the zipper in front of my chest and open it out to to do the replacement wow. valve Jeez. and uh, i said why can't you do the taffy you know the one where they can sort of go in and then it's a, it's a no big deal but apparently the problem was that uh, they wouldn't do it because apparently i was too healthy they only do that for people who uh, you know they reckon not oh. going to survive the uh, surgery yeah so i did i did that and then i started getting seriously interested in looking into issues of um uh, calcification and uh, then as part of my research i came across uh, Ivor's um you know, podcast and uh, because he'd done you know a lot of work in this uh, particular area with a number of other cardiologists and various specialists throughout the world and so I made contact with him, and uh, anyway, we had a, had a few chats, and uh, uh, so I uh, decided to fly over in, uh, to Ireland and, and meet him, um, and that's what it did. So I went over there and uh, spent some time over there, and uh, you know, then we got on you know really well, and of course it was a it was a real sort of uh, source of good knowledge in this particular area, an area which yeah I had overlooked you know with regarding calcification, and then. Not so long after, then um, uh, Ivor came over to New Zealand, you know, to um, uh, to meet us over here, and then have a look at the the factory and get you know an understanding of what Extend Life was all about. And then at that point, then um, uh, we decided, well, hey, look, let's you know, do some things uh, together because, as I said, I. I find uh, if I try and read technical papers and so, I'll just go to sleep. I, I find them boring. Um, and uh, so uh, uh, the idea was then that any ideas which I came uh, up with, um, you know, that 
uh, throw them over to um, you know, Ivor and he could do a real sort of a, you know, critical analysis of it and look at it from a, a scientific point of view, look at the, the appropriate papers and come back and say, hey, well, yeah, look, that looks really good. And like every good, uh, every good CEO knows how to be a little bit of a visionary and how to delegate properly and not be in the weeds too much. But, but Ivor, I'm curious, what did you actually do with Warren for his heart stuff? Because you obviously know a ton about this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, calcification does catch people out. There's no question about it. I have people who have actually quite good bloods and they have scores up at eight, 900 in their 50s. And by the way, you're, are you talking about the calcium scan score or that new, uh, that new, clear, that new clearly AI diagnostic PLAT score? Is it pretty much like one of the same? Are you referring to both? Essentially, so the original kind of commoner garden calcium scan is the basic scan. It used to be an EBTCT machine, and now it's a, a cyclical. But either way, the clearly is just using AI and advanced imaging to enhance really the images primarily. So you get a lot more kind of value from the images. You can see where you've got fatty plaque, soft plaque uh, versus hardened, very established plaque that has calcified fully. So clearly it's a great system. Good pal of mine, Dr. Arthur Agatston in Miami. Uh, he's He loves it, you know, and we've talked about that. But calcification is just a natural process. It's based on essentially vascular inflammation, uh, endothelial inflammation. And to be honest, what most likely happens is there's micro tears, there's clots, the clots are abraded then. You get endothelial progenitor cells come along and they regrow the endothelial layer on the inside of the artery and you trap some clot and blood cells inside. And when that cycle keeps happening, you eventually build up a kind of cholesterol-filled kind of pustule. And of course, the calcification is simply the body's natural way of stabilizing that so it won't actually burst. So the calcification is the canary in the coal mine. It shows that you had in the past, maybe still going on, uh, endothelial dysfunction of some form. And the valve is a similar thing, aortic calcification and calcification on the flaps of the valve. It's a similar yeah. problem with local tissue uh, damage. And the problem is that you've got to hit it with everything if you have a high score. If you've done everything right or most everything right, like Warren had, you've got to dig deep and look, okay, what did I do wrong? And by by the way, when you say everything, you mean like like statins and PCSK9 inhibitors and the whole shebang? So I just comment on that part of his point of interest is it was rather funny because after I'd had that surgery, the doctor, the cardiologist, and the surgeon all insisted I went on a statin and a uh, aspirin. And I refused, and we had really? some quite debates on this. And I and I said to the uh, when they were in fact there was I saw a, an email from the cardiologist to the uh, doctor saying, "Look, you, you're going to have to give up trying to get Warren onto a statin. There's no way he'll ever go on one." Because what I said to them, I said, "Look, the problem with you guys, I said, you haven't done your research. I said, yeah, you you you're basing your." analysis for those uh, statins on what you're told by the you know, pharmaceutical companies. I said, I have done my research on, on that stuff, and there's no bloody way you're ever going to get me on a statin. I'm on, not on any medication at all. I refuse to. There, there's a, a, a use for medication, I think, temporarily after some sort of uh, procedure if necessary, but I was only on it for about uh, you know, five weeks 
because uh, after the uh, uh, and then straight after uh, five weeks later, I went over to uh, uh, Malaysia because I had my boat over there, and then I fell off the bloody boat and um, and it sailed away, and I was left uh, floating in the uh, in the ocean because uh, there was nobody on the boat, and uh, oh wow, so. Uh, I was rather, I was rather lucky as so I tested it out, you know, sort of quite quickly, but, uh, I refuse to go on any sort of medication, uh, at all. And I'm not, wow. never have been and never will. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I've seen decent data for like a low dose statin combo or in a statin genetic non responder, you know, PCSK9, maybe combined with CoQ10 or, or something like that. But it sounds like you had a different approach, Ivor. Yeah, I mean, statins is a tricky. It's a well, on, until COVID came along, statin discussions were contra- controversial, but COVID made it go up a level. But uh, the statins, I simply say to people, I've gone through myriad trials. I've looked at all the data. Unlike a statin denier, I acknowledge benefits. That's what's in the peer reviewed, published, randomized control trials. There are benefits. My challenge with statins is this what's the life extension for the average person pertaining to statins? So they reduce kind of soft events. You could say subjective events, revascularizations. How long do they put off your date of death on average? And a paper in the British Medical Journal in 2016 never retracted, even though a lot of people were angry at it, they could never retract it because it was true. And they said from their research of many statin trials, the life extension is approximately four days over a five-year period. Did they actually look, by the way, like did they break that out into people who had like really high plaque or high calcium scan scores and how they responded to a statin? Or was it just like one general lump of the population with pre-existing heart disease or something like that? A great question, Ben. No, they did not. They kept it very simple because they were just trying to answer a high-level question for the average man or woman in the street uh, who won't have extra detail. There is another study that's quite striking that shows the statins have a very significant improvement uh, in events, not so much mortality, if your score is high in calcium. If you have a lower zero score, the statin shows no benefit versus placebo. So I think that's to your point. So I always say if you have a high score with demonstrated evidence of a vascular pathology, an issue, high calcium score, then the benefit is maximized. Yeah. And by by the way, you should should note, by the way, it's not very much, though, because I saw that study that classified certain people in the population as having high plaque score, high calcium scan score, positively responding to a statin. They were on like five migs of, I think it's resuvastatin and 10 of azetamibe, which is a pretty low dose. And then in the people, and, and you're probably aware of this, Eva, who are like genetic non-responders to a statin, it's like, I think once uh, or twice a month of an injection of a PCSK9 inhibitor. My concern about that latter approach is you're just like down-regulating a bunch of LDL receptors. And I think that uh, based on the concept of uh the human design being pretty intricate and most things being in there for a reason that it, you know, I, I, I wonder how much of a trade-off there is between total downregulation of LDL receptors and reversal of plaque. You know, that's, that's something I just don't know. Yeah. And I would say from extensive looking into that, uh, the trade-offs for me just don't make any sense. So there was another group that 
apparently might benefit people with a poor triglyceride over HDL ratio in the 4S right. mega, mega statin study back 30 years ago. A sub-analysis showed if your HDL to triglyceride ratio was good, i.e. you were insulin sensitive, there was no statin benefit. Even in that, the best of all statin trials with the best outcomes of any statin trial. If your trig over HDL was good, you saw no benefit. So for me, it all comes yeah. down to the root cause and the fix is primarily insulin resistance, or it mm. could be omega-3 uh, index or omega-3-6 ratio yeah, is bad, yeah. or it could be low vitamin D, low magnesium. There's a whole long list of things where you are addressing the cause of the inflammatory progressive process. And then there's statins that play around with the deck chairs on the Titanic, I kind of feel, and they bring in negatives that you don't know to what extent you'll be physiologically negatively affected. And I think Dr. Tan spoke beautifully on that as well, because the statin cuts off the whole I-95 of your cholesterol production system, also produce your hormones, also peptides for muscle health, and also your GG pathway. And GG is crucial for health. So like, it's just, it makes no sense. Hey, so with a guy like Warren, did, is that what you did? Like vitamin D, magnesium, omega-3 fatty acid, and addressing glucose balance or insulin resistance? Yeah, I think, and again, Warren, if I could speak for you. So I think in the past, Warren, you were not aware of low-carb or insulin per se. Um, so you may have been, I think we talked about what you used to eat and the drinks you used to drink. You wouldn't have been quite as aware as you should have of potential insulin glucose system problems. Uh, so fixing all of those was a no-brainer. Uh, but also you introduced a whole bunch of new things like natokinase and K2 oh, yeah, you became more one. aware of. And yeah, we we yeah. talked around a lot of those most likely big hitters. And magnesium is huge because there's, the only RCT I've seen in humans that demonstrated a dramatic reduction in calcification uh, because most of the supplements, you, you can't get RCTs because of the pharma problem and the cost. But magnesium in humans showed a, a fairly major impact over two years. So I always say, whatever multivitamins you're on, it's important to get this wide array because you never know what you might need. Yeah. What, uh, what, what do you guys do about magnesium in the, in the Extend Life formula, by the way? Are you using a specific form of magnesium or the type of magnesium that Ivor is referring to when it comes to heart health? Yeah, well, what we do is we have a separate product specifically just as magnesium, and we use a, and ironically enough, it, it comes from Ireland. It's um, a magnesium which is derived out of seawater. So is it like a specific form? Because a lot of times magnesium is chelated to something like citrate or glycinate or, 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 or taurine or something like that. Like, is it a specific form? It's it's just, I think it's just purely what is magnesium, uh, it's a long time since I looked at it. I just use it every day. Uh, it's out of Ireland and it's derived from seawater. And I figured that uh, that was one of the best to use because it has um, a whole lot of other trace minerals and so forth with it as well. Because as you know, I remember when I was commercial fishing, I uh, used to have a, um, uh, a tablespoonful of uh, seawater a day when I was out in the, in the, in, in the blue oceanic water. You, know, you drink a little bit of mm. um, seawater each day because Yummy. it's got all these other various trace elements and so forth mm. in it. And the particular magnesium we're using does have all those other um, trace elements uh, you know, in it. And okay. I also get a bit of extra magnesium because I've got a 
have a hot tub, which um, uh, I when we're using that, I just get a whole bunch of um, the Epsom salts and then throw that into the uh, into the tub. I actually, I was pretty pleased to find out with this Morozco Forge ice bat that I have that I can actually put a Epsom salts and magnesium salts in that without gumming up the filter. So now I get my cold soak and my magnesium all delivered in one fell swoop. And, and by the way, uh, Ivor, you, you actually didn't get a chance to reply to what Warren was asking about folic acid versus folate. Do you want to speak to that real quick? Yeah, it's been a while, uh, actually. I remember talking to Dr. Berg, who's a good friend of mine on this topic way back, and I'd looked into it. From memory, the folate is more the natural source you would get from foods. The folic acid is the kind of synthetic or man-made, which should convert in the liver uh, into folate ultimately. But there were a few drawbacks to the folic acid. There can be a problem with high folic acid in the blood. If you have the MTFHR kind of gene mutation, you may not convert as well. So high folic acid again could result and that could promote issues. You mentioned homocysteine, yeah. but also possibly carcinogenesis at a mild level, uh, though that's not proven. So folate, always you steer towards A, what comes naturally and reproducing that in a supplement, and B, what the evidence seems to indicate is safer or better or less likely to go too high. Um, yeah. So the roads yeah. point to folate. Yeah, it's usually listed as like folate or MTHF on the label. And I totally agree with you. I avoid anything with folic acid. Even if you look at a lot of these energy drinks, they actually have a lot of folic acid in them. So that's something else to be careful mm. of when you see uh, many of these popular energy drinks. I think probably one, and I'm hoping I'll stick my foot in my mouth here and throw them under the bus when they don't deserve it. But I think Celsius has a high amount of folic acid in it. So you're drinking, you're getting energy, and you're also getting homocysteine and inflammation simultaneously. Uh, hey, hey, Warren, you were talking about your hot tub. And how you do soaks, I you know I I I didn't get a chance to kind of like hear the full spiel in that first question that I asked you. You know I, you you got into the extend life and the the interesting uh, history of the company. But for you personally, I mean, being seventy six years old, traveling two hundred fifty thousand miles a year, running this company, uh, what, what do you actually do to uh, take care of yourself these days? Besides a multivitamin, well. As I say, I have a whole, I take a whole range of, of different ones, but the key one is, is in fact the total balance. But also, um, uh, I am sort of conscious of, you know, what I eat. And there's been some influence from, certainly from Ivor in that regard. And what I also do is that I only have two meals a day. I don't eat until, uh, generally around about midday. And then I try and have, uh, evening meal at the, uh, around six o'clock so uh, and I don't eat uh, between you know, meals so that's I think one thing which is important uh, do have a hot tub from time to time when I'm actually uh, in Christchurch but um, also just recently uh, bought an infrared sauna as well so try to you know, get in, into that and also obviously be active but I've also uh, I put a particular effort in that because I'm now sort of I've got a little airplane and uh, so I'm sort of spending quite a bit of time sort of you know going through the flying so I've got to keep myself uh, good condition for that and also building a new boat in Australia and um, uh, and that's I'll use that for um, you know doing various ocean you know crossings yeah. and uh, so once yeah. again I got the incentive to you know keep myself. Uh, Keep myself fit, but I, I must admit that I'm just now 
getting sort of back in tune as such because when you know COVID hit and all our borders were closed, couldn't go anywhere, um, and uh, and of course um, I had the the boat getting built in Australia couldn't get there either because the borders were closed, and then when they did open it, uh, you had to be uh, you know vaccinated, and I refused to get jabbed, so. Uh, uh, couldn't go over there as well. So consequently, I spent about two and a half years virtually stuck in front of the computer. And it's only in the last um, um, in the last year that now started to get back, you know, to yeah. where where I was. Yeah. Well, are you, are you lifting weights? I think I think lifting weights, especially for for older men and women, is is probably if you could choose one thing, the most effective, either lifting weights or manual labor. I think that that's actually really critical. I've got a gym here in uh, uh, here, and I've got another uh, one up at um, our other you know, beach house. But the um, I've always been into weights, you know, since I was sixteen, um, and that's something which I think is is crucial. And I got a bit slack on it during the COVID period, uh, but now I'm back into it again. As a matter of fact, that I've just started on the same regime which um, uh, Ivor put me on to from a, um, in fact, his name was Ben too, wasn't Dr. Ben? Uh, Dr. Ben Bokikio. He's a good ben friend Bukikio. of mine in San Diego. Oh, what, what is it? What's his protocol? It, essentially, it's something which, uh, uh, whereas I used to be right into the, you know, the gym and so on, but you know, I find it a, a little bit uh, you know, boring to sort of keep it up. But his whole philosophy is based on... Um, just essentially two or three workouts a week of 15 minutes, but of very heavy weights uh, going to uh, the point of failure now. Oh, yeah. So, see, single, sing, single set failure to exhaustion. I, I do that. Uh, that. That's what most of my older clients do. I started doing when I was about 40, super slow training, one single set deadlift, yeah. squat, pull down, overhead press, row, and yeah. a horizontal press. It takes me about two minutes per set. I completely gas yeah. at the end of each exercise. And yeah, it's, it's a great program. It takes like 20 minutes, two or three times a week. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, that's what I'm now on to. And uh, uh, because uh, uh, it's so easy if, if you're having a, say, a 45-minute uh, workout, it's easy enough to put it off to the next day. <laughs> Whereas yeah. with the 15 minutes, yeah, you can be, uh, yeah. you can stick to it. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I still do a lot of walking and a lot of a lot of tennis, and I'm still pretty physically active. Is, is that pretty much a, a good summary, uh, Ivor, of Ben's program? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Doctor Ben, he uh, 52 years he's been at this. He set up some of the first gyms in New York. I think he fibbed to the banks and managed to get money for houses he didn't buy. So he <laughs> he's a long history, but he's a couple of PhDs. He's mad into fat burning, resistance training. And, you know, the type one and type two muscle fibers and all the science. So he's a huge enthusiast. But that's what he's really delivered to people. The 15 minutes a few times a week and just convincing them truthfully that that's going to give more benefits than a lot of time spending doing other aerobic stuff. You know, like you said, Ben, that's where the, the magic is. It's fantastic. I mean, you, you get the slow twitch muscle fiber exhaustion and the fast twitch muscle fiber exhaustion. And if you do some explosive kind of like bouncy, powerful reps to exhaust yourself at the end of the set, you even kind of hoop out the type 2B fibers. And even though I don't think it's like mm-hmm. functional, I wouldn't have an athlete or a CrossFitter doing a workout like that. If you're looking for a functional athletic program, you still got to do, you know, kettlebell swings and deadlifts and cleans and 
overhead presses and snatches and like, you know, I think it's a great program for training for life. And I mean, speaking of life, we, you know, for, for this formula, we didn't even get to like the stem cell mobilization compounds that you have in there, like this really rare form of C. buckthorn and the Paudiarco. Uh, my wife has the, uh, has the hormone balancing women's formula. You have these testosterone uh, type of compounds added to the men's formula. My kids have the multivitamin formula. I mean, if, folks, if you're listening and you go to the website, you can you can look at the ingredient label on this stuff. But I mean, as as you know, I'm pretty picky when it comes to formulations. And when I had dinner with uh, Vanessa and Simon from Extend Life at my house, we went on a long walk and talked about the history of the company and about Warren. And then I was able to dig into Warren a bit more. And then what, I've, I respected Ivor for some time and his knowledge of chemistry and heart health. And once I found out that he was advising on this formula, you know, it really, it really is one that even though I've never really recommended a, you know, a, a done for you kind of like, I know you don't like this word, Warren, but like a shotgun approach like this, I think, uh, I, I think I'm very impressed with this one. And I know we've got, uh, it, it's, it's not the, 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 the least expensive formula out there. We have discount codes. We have, we have special offers for you guys. So I'll put all that at bengreenfieldlife.com slash extend. That's X-T-E-N-D, where you can also leave your questions and your comments and your feedback for Warren and Evil. Again, we even get to like, you know, 10% of the ingredients in this stuff. But you got to look at the label and dig into some of the information on the website because I'm I'm very impressed. Uh, Warren and Evil, anything you guys want to add in the last couple of minutes here? I think probably one thing I would add is that uh, uh, my wife is one year younger than me. Uh, she's 75. And once again, she doesn't have any of the issues that um, you know, most people of this age has. She went through, because um, she started on the total balance almost 25 years ago, and when she went through menopause, didn't have any of the issues with that, none of the hot flushes and so on, and it was just a non, non-event and uh, doesn't have any, neither of us have any sort of arthritic-type things. We don't have any stiff joints and, and so forth. And uh, so... And, Works for uh, works for women as well as men. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. And yeah. I might just add, yeah, whatever about yourself and Lowe's, uh, you know, you have customers that have been with you twenty five years. Good point. I should mention that because the thing which is interesting, uh, particularly with the total balance, I remember must have been about twelve years ago. We had a a, a client in um, uh, one of our customers. I think he was in New York. And uh, I remember his name was Carl, and he was a good customer, and then he stopped buying. And uh, then he made contact with me, and he says, look, he says, I've, uh, it's been good, but he says, I don't feel I'm getting any sort of benefit uh, you know, from the total balance now, so that's why I've stopped. Six months later, he came back to us and resumed because – he said, I didn't realize just how much benefit I was getting because it got to a particular level that his health was so good, you know, he wasn't getting any uh, colds or flus and whatever, and, and he thought, well, he doesn't need it anymore. So he discontinued it, and then six months later, he resumed, and that has happened with so many of our customers wow. because what we've found with, with this is that people you know, tend to be loyal for a long time but it's not an instant fix. It is addressing all the systems, and it takes time and takes consistency. So I thought I could mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are going to save me a little bit of packing too when I take off tomorrow morning for a trip because I'm going to have to put like half as many bottles in my 
bag. Now I got this men's balance and there's still a few other things I'm taking, you know, like I use a little bit of higher dose NAD and, uh, I like my Keon aminos and, you know, a few of the choice products from, from Keon, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's kind of nice. It's gonna be a little bit of a space saver. So I'm about to launch into a pretty serious bout of travel experimentation with the formula. You guys, we're actually out of time. Uh, we're out of time. I'm going to send people to bengreenfieldlife.com slash extend to learn more. And I want to thank you guys for coming on the show and being so gracious for sharing this knowledge with us and keep up the great work with these formulas. It's been enjoyable, Ben. You know, uh, and I'm sure like, you know, I would agree with that. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yep. Great stuff, Ben. I was delighted to chat. Well, this is pretty cool. Just put the finishing touches on a luxury VIP retreat in the Swiss mountains. So you may have seen a little bit of rumblings about this on social media, but the beautiful Six Senses Retreat, all-inclusive luxury locale in beautiful Crans, Montana, Switzerland, has graciously allowed me to bring a maximum of up to 10 folks, and this could be individuals, couples, families, into a transformative experience there where I'm going to lead breathwork, hikes, workouts. You'll get hands-on foraging adventures with nature's freshest ingredients in their cooking class locale there. You're going to get a chance to do amazing spa treatments, a meticulously curated program. You'll get to meet my wife and my sons who will be there. Again, families are welcome. You can bring one or two or three kids. You can make it a couple's retreat. If you want to go solo, you can. There's a limited number of rooms where we're prioritizing couples and families. But again, if you want to get in, this thing is coming up around the corner, April 17th through the 21st, 2024. So it will be all-inclusive. You'll want to fly into Geneva, Switzerland, assuming you want to get into the closest airport. I've already got our flights. Uh, you'll want to mic your calendar for April 17th through the 21st. And here's how to get in. You go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash six senses 24. That's bengreenfieldlife.com slash six senses 24. And again, it's going to be incredible all the way down to like evening sing-alongs and stargazing and yoga and meditation. And again, the spa there is incredible. Six senses is known for having incredible retreats around the world, but this one in Switzerland is supposed to be one of the best. I can't wait. I led a retreat in Portugal last year and people just said it was the most amazing experience of their lives. This one will be just as good, if not better. So go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash six senses 24 and you can get in on this retreat that's coming up right around the corner april 17th through the 21st i hope to see you there more than ever these days people like you and me need a fresh entertaining well-informed and often outside the box approach to discovering the health and happiness and hope that we all crave so i hope i've been able to do that for you on this episode today and if you liked it or if you love what I'm up to, then please leave me a review on your preferred podcast listening channel, wherever that might be. And just find the Ben Greenfield Life episode. Say something nice. Thanks so much. It means a lot.
In compliance with the FTC guidelines, please assume the following about links and posts on this site. Most of the links going to products are often affiliate links, of which I receive a small commission from sales of certain items. But the price is the same for you, and sometimes I even get to share a unique and somewhat significant discount with you. In some cases, I might also be an investor in a company I mention. I'm the founder, for example, of Keon LLC, the makers of Keon branded supplements and products, which I talk about quite a bit. Regardless of the relationship, if I post or talk about an affiliate link to a product, it is indeed something I personally use, support, and with full authenticity and transparency, recommend in good conscience. I personally vet each and every product that I talk about. My first priority is providing valuable information and resources to you that help you positively optimize your mind, body, and spirit. And I'll only ever link to products or resources, affiliate or otherwise, that fit within this purpose. So there's your fancy legal disclaimer.